welcome to the latest RegMedNet podcast. All this month, we're putting embryonic stem cells in focus, discussing the advantages and challenges of using these cells in clinical cell therapy development. Today, I'm talking to Katerina Branston, who's Head of Tissue Establishment, and Christina Runeberg, who's a Site Head at Takara Bio Europe, about deriving ethical and GMP-grade cells. Thanks for joining me both. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. Yes, indeed. Lovely. So for our first question, could you just introduce yourself and give us some background on Takara Bio Europe? My name is uh, Christina Runeberg. I'm sighted at the Takara Bio Europe AB. And with me, I have uh, Katarina Brunstein. She's head of uh, tissue establishment. Um, we... Uh, work at uh, Takara Bio, focusing on providing research tools to scientists, uh, CDMO services for gene and cell therapy programs, and we are also in Japan developing our in-house gene therapy pipeline managed by our corporate headquarters. We have GMP manufacturing facilities both in Japan and in Europe. Fantastic. So Takara Bio was founded almost 50 years ago. How have the needs of researchers changed since then? Well, I would say that the whole life science field has developed tremendously. In 1998, uh, Jamie Thompson and colleague reported the first human embryonic stem cell line. Uh, in 2001, we had derived our own uh, human ears lines here, and we worked together with NIH uh, to characterize some of these uh, human ears lines that were eligible for U.S. federal funding, or, or the so-called Bush lines. Um, a few years later, we had started from the East with um, groundbreaking innovations um, when it comes to the induced pluripotent stem cells, uh, and these innovations. Um, enabled researchers to create uh, completely new uh, tools to study uh, diseases and cell therapy uh, for treatment of severe chronic diseases. And what obstacles do current scientists still face? Well, <clears throat> many of the cell therapy products in clinic uh, presently are based on human cell lines. Uh, which were derived with the initial protocols um, with feeder cells or with animal and human-derived components. And also many of the lines, they were not stored according to FDA guidelines. Um, we have developed uh, our own proprietary method to establish human ES lines uh, without feeders and without animal uh, or human-derived components, and perhaps most importantly, we also then um, source the starting material according to FDA guidelines. Then when you've done the sourcing, there's also a need for robust cell culture conditions for the undifferentiated stem cells, so you can uh, have them um, stably expanded. And we therefore developed our own, uh, what we call the FDS free GMP, media and we also use this culture system in our in-house GMP manufacturing facilities. When you have the clinical grade cells, when they are produced, 
There's also a major need for, for quality control of the cells. CIRA in Japan reported uh, some challenges with quality control of their clinical grade IPS cells, and they started to work together with Takara Bio in Japan to create a quality control system that would enable manufacturing of high quality IPS cells, and that's really important. Interesting. So recently, Takara Bio became the first company to have facilities to produce GMP grade embryonic stem cells. Uh, why has a company not achieved this before? Well, it's a good question. But I think to produce GMP-grade uh, embryonic stem cells, it has taken years of really dedicated research and development and in a stepwise manner. So in 2005, we established um, a human xenofree embryonic cell line, so without any animal-derived components. And the next step, 2008, we enter into a research collaboration with the Danish pharmaceutical company, Novo Nordisk, to develop insulin-producing cells for the treatment of diabetes. And for that project, um, we developed a medium without animal or human-derived components uh, and with no feeders. And that's known as our death-death xenofree GMP medium. Then, uh, finally, about five years ago, we developed um, a system to derive human ES cells within this GMP settings or GMP medium. And recently, we built a tailor-made GMP facility for a human ES cell establishment here in Göteborg and has obtained the GMP manufacturing license by the regulatory authority. And what are the advantages of utilizing cells that have been derived from embryonic stem cells in clinical cell therapy applications? Uh, differentiated cells from human ES cells present a unique possibility to treat many different severe chronic diseases, such as the macular degeneration, diabetes, Parkinson's, and heart failure. This is an allogenic approach and uh, represents an almost unlimited source of cells for the manufacturing of your cell therapy products. For example, a master cell bank is about 200 vials, uh, corresponding to 10,000 of vials of working cell banks. Such uh, quality control cell banks are the best possible starting point for the manufacturing of your cell therapy products, regardless of disease target. Um, we now see a trend that many big pharma, they look to the field of pluripotent stem cells as a very promising therapeutic platform, and that is uh, very, very promising for the whole field. Thank you. Now, in the past, there have been some ethical concerns over the use of embryonic stem cells versus other pluripotent cells, such as induced pluripotent stem cells. Now, can you tell me how Takara Bio ensures that their embryonic stem cells are derived ethically? Uh, we pay great attention to ensure that the sourcing of the stocking material strictly follows all applicable ethical guidelines. We operate under an approval from an uh, investigational research board, so a so-called IRB, 
and the donors, they sign a donor consent. And there is a clear interest in donating the surplus embryos to a purpose which may lead to novel future therapies instead of discarding uh, the material. Interesting, thank you. So, looking ahead, what can we expect from Takara Bio in the future? Yeah, in the future we will not only manufacture the undifferentiated cell banks on behalf of our customers, but also the actual differentiated cell products for clinical trials. And to make it possible, new technologies and suitable GMP facilities are established. Uh, for example, a therapeutic dose in the order of 10 to 9 cells require cells, cells to scale in a cost and space efficient manner. Exciting. And what's the future of embryonic stem cells and clinical therapy, do you think? Yeah, yeah. Today, researchers are targeting about 10 different severe diseases. And um, to the extent the utility of the cells, we see that the next generation therapies will include gene editing. Uh, gene editing will allow a reduction of the immunogenicity of the cells, and it will also increase the functionality to meet the needs of some specific disease indication. That is what we see coming in the future. Lovely, thank you. Um, uh, is there anything else that you'd like to mention? I think all of us here uh, at the Carabao Europe uh, are thrilled that we now are engaged in uh, deriving human embryonic stem cells for clinical applications. We have been there from almost the very beginning when the human ESLs came uh, and worked us through the different um, development steps uh, and we all really, really um, feel proud that we will be part of the next important step in taking stem cells into cell therapy. Fantastic. Well, Christina and Katerina, thank you so much for joining me today. If you're interested in finding out more about embryonic stem cells, make sure you check out our RegMedNet in focus. You can also join the conversation today on RegMedNet. Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I'll see you there.